Good evening. My name's Wayne. Some of you may have seen me before. I hope so. I've been kicking around Hollywood a long time. I've made a lot of pictures out here. All kinds. And some of them have been westerns. And that's what I'm here to tell you about tonight. A western. A new television show called Gunsmoke. No, I'm not in it. I wish I were, though. Because I think it's the best thing of its kind that's come along. I hope you'll agree with me. It's honest, it's adult, it's realistic. Well, when I first heard about the show Gunsmoke, I knew there was only one man to play in it, James Arness. He's a young fella and maybe new to some of you, but I've worked with him and I predict he'll be a big star. So you might as well get used to him like you've had to get used to me. And now I'm proud to present my friend Jim Arness in Gunsmoke. Hi, this is Denny Miller, and you're listening to Radio Confidential or TV Confidential. They both fit. Ed Robertson, thanking you for listening to this bonus edition of the TV Confidential podcast. Last week, in case you missed it, marked the 10th anniversary of the death of James Arness. James Arness, the actor known around the world as Marshall Matt Dillon on Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, the longest-running Western in primetime TV history, airing on CBS from 1955 through 1975. With that in mind, we thought we would replay a conversation that originally aired in June 2011 with our friend Doug Brody. Doug's books on American pop culture include Shooting Stars, of the small screen. Gunsmoke is considered the first quote-unquote adult Western. John Wayne, in, in his famous introduction to the series, said it was realistic. Now, now in Shooting Stars of the Small Screen, you, you, you point out that while Gunsmoke was, was certainly realistic in terms of its tone, uh, historically, that's another story. Yeah, it premiered the exact same week that several other shows did. Uh, one uh, was Wyatt Earp, Life and Legend of Wyatt Earp, uh, over on ABC with Hugh O'Brien from Desilu. And uh, let's see, there were actually, uh, the other famous one would be Cheyenne, also with Clint Walker, also on ABC. And a lesser known one, but a very adult film uh, show, uh, in the best sense of the term, called Frontier. It was kind of like Death Valley days, only whereas that show was very upbeat, Frontier looked at some of the darker sides uh, of our American history in the West, and maybe that's why it beat so well. I was on Sunday nights on NBC. But uh, the, the point you're making is, uh, for example, Wyatt Earp. Um, they tried on that show, the writers, I think um, a guy named... Frederick Benton Hazlitt was the main writer adapting Stuart N. Lake's book about Wyatt Earp, and that show attempted to be very, very close to reality in, in the way that uh, Dodge City, which didn't appear until the second season there, but earlier Ellsworth, Wichita, the various towns, the way they really did operate. Um, uh, for example, one of the reasons why Earp was able to do as well as he did in Dodge City was that his best friend, 
Bat Masterson was the sheriff there. And when Earp later in real life and in the final episodes of the Earp, Sh- Earp show headed off to Tombstone, one of the reasons went, things went so very badly was because a man he did not like, John Bean, was the uh, uh, county sheriff. And uh, the relationship of the town marshal, uh, deputy marshal, to the county sheriff was a huge factor in the operation, uh, good or bad, of any western town in real life. Now, what I'm getting at is the Gunsmoke show did not acknowledge this at all. Right, Matt, it, 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 was, it was as if Matt was the law and that's the end of the story. He was the law, and um, although they called him Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal, uh, he actually, when you looked at the show, he was not a U.S. Marshal. He was a, a, a local town deputy marshal, as like, let's say, in real life, Earp was. Of course, Dillon is a totally fictional character. Mm-hmm. And um, in certain episodes, he would actually go out like a U.S. Marshal, seemed to have that authority. In other ones, he was like the county sheriff, and other, others, he was a town constable basically the people who wrote it um i'm not saying this in a negative way no no i'm saying it was a mythic or dream west Mm -hmm. rather than a la over on the herb show a realistic depiction now the way they got realistic was especially in those first five seasons was in terms of the characterization uh the tone the darkness there was never any question that what Charles Marquis Warren and the original uh, producers of the show, directors, writers, including Sam Peckinpah, mm-hmm. what they wanted was Gunsmoke. Every, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what they really wanted was High Noon mm-hmm. every single week. Uh, that kind of dark, uh, bleak vision of a marshal who was at odds with his town. And I thought especially the early episodes were brilliant uh, at doing that. It's interesting in that as the times changed and the 50s disappeared uh, and you got into the 60s and then 70s and the show was shifted from um, a late night Saturday show to an early Monday, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday evening family hour western all that disappeared, and you had the same actors playing characters with the same names in a very different show. They were actually different characters. You could call them Matt Dillon and Miss Kitty and so on, but it became a very family-friendly show and uh, in which Matt loved the people in the town, and they were uh, good folks and gentle people, but that was not the early gun smoke. In fact, uh, you... In he, had, fa- he had a nasty relationship. Right. In, fa- in fact... Um in in your book, uh, Shooting Stars of the Small Screen, Doug, you pointed out that by but by the end of the series, particularly once it moved to Monday nights and and, and, and aired at uh, seven thirty, um, uh, you you pointed out that Gunsmoke had was was probably closer uh, closer to the Andy Griffith show in its later years than it was High Noon. Absolutely. I mean, this was an era in which the Andy Griffith show had become hugely popular in the 60s. It would very shortly, as the TV Western disappeared, it would become the era of the Waltons, um, which is, of course, uh, more Eastern, but also Little House on the Prairie, which uh, uh, takes place in the West but was not a generic or conventional Western. And the way Gunsmoke survived and the way so many of the other popular TV Westerns like Cheyenne or Wyatt Earp weren't able to 
was by being able to change with the times. And it became, uh, in my mind, basically the Andy Griffith Show, which is, again, in no way to put down Andy Griffith or Gunsmith. That's right. Uh, I'm really talking not about quality, but but quantitative, uh, the way in which it became a truly different show, and that's why it lasted. If it had remained the original Gunsmoke, it would have probably been canceled the same year that Wyatt Earp was in 1961. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't survive for 20 years unless unless you evolve and unless you grow and unless you and unless you change. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.